Hello Soul Sister and welcome. I'm your host Hayley Parks and you're listening to Awaken the Woman Within podcast. I'm an NLP practitioner, medium and spiritual teacher on a mission to help raise a collective consciousness one soul at a time. In this energetic space, we'll dive deep into spirituality, personal development, health, relationships, and business. Each episode, I'll share my life experiences, knowledge, and wisdom that will empower you to become the best version of yourself. So are you ready, beautiful? Let's dive in. Hello, my soul family, and welcome back to another episode of Awaken the Woman Within podcast. I'm your host, Hayley Parks, and I am just honored to be here today. Oh, you guys, I'm just really soaking up the beautiful vibes coming off the back of my first retreat that I hosted over the weekend. You may have seen on my stories, if you follow me on Instagram, if you don't jump on there now and follow me, Hayley.Parks. Um, and have a look at the highlight reel of the retreat that I just held over the weekend here in Melbourne, Australia. It was absolutely divine. I cannot even put into words how incredible it was. Um, It was a very intimate space and I just felt so, so honored to be able to serve these women at such a high level to create a safe container for them to heal, to bring to the surface some of the wounds that perhaps they weren't quite aware of, um, to really be with themselves, to put down their phones and to center themselves and to open up their heart space and just to really relax and relax into their feminine energy, which sort of leads me into today's episode, um, masculine structure and feminine flow. Now, I'll go into it in a moment, but I just really wanted to highlight how amazing it was to hold space for these women, but also to just be reminded that we as women put so much unneeded stress and pressure on ourselves to always be providing. And what I mean by providing, I mean providing love to others by providing a sacred space for you know, our our home, wherever we're living, if we're living with our partner or if we're a mother and we've got a child or maybe we're just living with our parents, we always feel as a woman, and I know men feel this way as well, but more so predominantly women, feel like they constantly need to provide from a nurturing space. Now, yes, men, they provide as well. They provide in different ways in their masculine energy because they're a male and us women, we carry more of our feminine energy because we're feminine at the core. We're a female. Um, so yeah, just, just being able to step away from providing for a couple of days and just to fully immerse themselves in this healing space. And I don't know about you guys, but I've been really channeling a lot lately and um, a lot of the downloads I've been getting have been around the collective energy and what has been been brought up to the surface um, over the last couple of weeks, the theme in March and leading up to this Pisces um, full moon, this, uh, sorry, new moon, um, this Friday, the energy has been super heavy and it's really been heavy around the womb space. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I feel I'm an empath. So I feel everything really deeply in my body, but I also have a deep knowing, um, you know, my strongest Claire out of the five Claire's is Claire cognizance, which means 
I just have a knowing and that's how I channel and that's how I connect to source, connect to my guides, connect to my angels and, you know, having that knowing, but also the strong clairsentient in me, the feeling and the empath in me really felt that heavy wound healing that needed to be dealt with over the weekend. And it was just so interesting because One of the sound healers, my beautiful friend, Alicia, that came and provided, can I just say, shout out to Sarch and Alicia, you guys at Twin Twin Soul Sounds on Instagram, go and give them a follow. These two are so, so genuine, um, kind, loving, caring. They are just a phenomenal, phenomenal couple and They came and they held space for us and they guided us through a beautiful sound healing. And I don't know if you guys know, those that do know me would know that I do do a little bit of um, sound healing myself. I've got three beautiful bowls here. I've got the root chakra, the chakra and the solar plexus. And I actually do sound healing. Um, I'm actually holding a a, my first full moon ceremony actually at the end of March and I'll be doing a sound healing. So I do a little bit of sound healing just because I genuinely enjoy it. That's the only reason it's not for money or anything like that. I just, it's more of a passion that I have with the sound and totally going off track, but yeah. So the girl, uh, so Sarch and Alicia came in and they, they guided us through a sound healing. And, um, at the end, she gifted us all with a beautiful crystal and the crystal that we got just talking about the theme, was actually, I'm oh, I'd have to check. Oh gosh, that stumped me now with what the name of the crystal is. I'll have to find out and put it in the show notes for you girls. Um, but I'm holding it right now and it actually looks like a womb. It's got almost like a gray color at the bottom of it, but it looks like a womb. It's in the, the circle, um, kind of shape it's circle in shape, but it's very rough and it's got some different textures in it and it's quite dull. And it looks like a womb space. And I just thought that was so beautiful that she gifted us that on at the retreat because the theme I was challenging was a lot of uh, challenging. <laughs> the theme I was challenging, the theme that I was channeling prior to the retreat um, and a lot of the downloads I was getting was around womb healing. So there you go. So if you feel called to, and I think it's a really great time, like I said, leading up to the, the new moon on Friday, Pisces energy, really sit with yourself, whether it's in meditation, whether it's in breath work, whether it's journaling, perhaps you like to go for a nice walk, um, sit in a park, go to a forest, a swim in the ocean, whatever it is that helps ground your energy. I think it would be a really good idea for you to not only ground, but also do some inner healing around your womb space. So what does that look like? You ask. And my guides are like, Haley, say it in simple form because these guys don't know where to start. They're not like you. Um, they need some guidance. So there's so many different ways you can do that. And I just mentioned a few of them. But with womb healing, for me, I know for me in the past, like I had a lot of, you know, um, mother wounds and a lot of the energy was stagnant in my womb space. And I really believe that sometimes when we don't heal, you know, at the deep core of it, Um, some of the mother wounds or the sister wounds or the feminine wounds that we have down there, it can actually manifest as things like issues and disruptions in your menstrual cycle. Perhaps your menstrual cycle doesn't come. 
Um, maybe you have a shortened of a bleed, perhaps it's prolonged, um, maybe you have a miscarriage or clotting. I don't know, this is going a little bit um, deeper into the menstrual side of things, but that is definitely a sign there needs to be some womb healing done. So they're just some common ways that unhealed trauma inside the womb space can show up in the physical body. So during this time, just leading up to the new moon, it's a really good time to sit with yourself and to just really acknowledge where you're at and what is it in your womb space that could be potentially stopping you from healing the mother wounds or the feminine repressed energy or perhaps the sister wounds that you have, whatever's blocking you in your sacral area, your sacral chakra and in your womb space, it's a really good time to sit with that and just to release whatever it is that comes up for you. I actually did a um, sound healing with one of my one-on-one clients on a Zoom call just today. And for her, and she would love me to share this because she's so all about this kind of (laughs) energy work. And for her, I noticed that her sacral was coming up really, really blocked. And I said to her at the end, like, what is it that's coming up for you right now after that sound healing? Because I really got very prominently that your sacral was was um, blocked there. And she said, yeah, so we actually want to have a baby. And I said, interesting, because I was getting that there needs to be a lot more healing to be done there before you can birth this child. And I know that's really hard to actually digest from, you know, healing that, uh, hearing that when you're so excited, you, you want to fall pregnant. It's such an exciting time and you've decided, oh, I want to have children. And I can totally relate to this on a certain degree, actually, because I had a miscarriage myself not long ago. And, you know, we weren't trying for a baby or anything like that, but it was certainly a shock to me. And it was definitely something that needed to be healed and, it was a physical thing for me. Like I said, I feel things very strongly in my body and I felt the um, the passing of her and I knew that she was a feminine energy. I knew it was a girl, um, even had a name for her. <laughs> and, um, you know, these, this space is very sac- uh, sacred, you know, in the womb space. So it's really important to release whatever is blocking that area for you, especially during this time. So enough of the womb healing stuff. (laughs) Let's get into today's episode and talk a little bit about the masculine and feminine energies. Now I titled this episode masculine structure and feminine flow, because that's what I just channeled as soon as I opened up my Zencaster program. I was like, episode three, what's it called? Bang. And that's what came through. So that's what it is. Um, And I can resonate to it on so many levels. And I'm sure you ladies out there can as well, whether you run a business or you don't run a business, you will be able to understand this more in depth if you are, um, I guess, uh, in all of you that are working, actually, anyone that has a job really would understand this because, you know, we go to our job or we, we work in our business and we have to have that masculine structure to some degree. Otherwise, none of the operations would work. None of the, you know, nothing would work if we didn't have the masculine structure. It's like when you're driving a car, you can't drive a car if one of the wheels has fallen off, right? 
or if the engine stops working or if the lights are out at night, you can't drive it. So it's really important in business and, and at your job that you have that masculine structure so that everything can run nice and smoothly. But then we talk about the feminine flow and the feminine flow of that feels very natural, effortless, breezy, um, and it feels like you're in the flow of the work. So you've got the masculine structures and operations and systems set up, but you've also got the feminine flow in there. So that looks like for me, like I don't know about everyone else, but for me in my business, I am very much in the flow right now and comparing it just to say, I don't know, like December last year when I was really in my masculine and um, I was just running around like a crazy woman. Um, today feels very, very flowy. I've got all of my clients, um, you know, booked in perfectly. I've got the right system set up because of the masculine structures. And therefore that helps me to embrace and harness the feminine flow and the feminine energy within the business as well. So that looks like Fridays off, you know, I can have that Friday me time and I like to call it my health day. Fridays are off limits for clients. I don't take on clients on Fridays. I only work Monday to Thursday and Saturday, Sunday is my weekend. And so Friday is my health day and I really honor myself on Fridays and I book in all my beautiful treatments. So for example, tomorrow is a Friday. I'm recording this on Thursday. And um, tomorrow morning, I've got an acupuncturist appointment and then I'm getting my brows done. And then what else have I got on? I've got something else in the afternoon, but it's really a day for me to honor myself and my health. So if I need to get a massage or if I want to go get my nails done, or if I just want to go and go for a really big hike or go to the beach or read a book or meditate for three hours, whatever it is, Fridays is my day. So that's what I call like my feminine flow day, but in the business and in, in like career. So if you're someone that has a full-time job, um, perhaps, or you're working part-time and you know, you're under your boss or under an employer and you still want to harness that feminine energy, you still can do that and still be in the flow of the, the tasks that you have if you've got the masculine structure. So I hope that that makes sense to you guys. And I'm just going to go into a little bit of the masculine and feminine energies now. And I've got a bit of a guide here. So if you feel, um, if you hear a bit of a shuffle around, it's just because I've got some notes written down to keep me on track because I do like to veer off. And if you haven't already noticed, I talk a lot. It's what I'm here to do in this lifetime. I'm here to be a speaker. So I love talking. I can talk all day and I always go off into tangents. So I've got some notes here. So I believe, you know, the information is useless without embodiment when it comes to masculine and feminine energies. So basically, you know, if you, if you learn about the masculine and feminine energies today, but then you don't go and embody what you've learned, then it's kind of useless. So I hope that you're tuning in properly now and you're taking some mental notes or you're absorbing it up or however you like to digest information, whether you need to take notes or perhaps you're just on a walk and you digest it pretty well. It's time to tune in now because I'm going to teach you a little bit about both energies and it's super, super valuable. 
So like something that I want to start off with actually is many people are trapped in their minds. So many people are trapped in their minds and have yet to connect to the deeper parts of their being through embodiment work. So let's first start out by giving a background of the masculine feminine energies. So all human beings have both of the energies within them. So obviously the masculine and feminine are inside me and are inside a male, so my partner. We both carry them. Um, But because of the gender of myself, I carry more feminine energy at the core and my partner Tom carries more of the male energy because he's a male. And when you have harmony between these energies, you feel balanced in life. So when you don't have harmony, your life can feel like an absolute disaster, can I just say? And I've been there. I think every single human being has. Um, And it spills into all areas like poison. For me personally, my life was extremely imbalanced because I had repressed my feminine emotions and withheld all of my pain and you know what we do when we go through trauma or we go through grief loss or hard times in life for me it was childhood trauma um if you have listened to the first episode um or the second episode sorry you will know that i've been through quite a lot of childhood trauma myself and if you haven't already listened to it go back and listen to it and so yeah, we, we, in life, we do become extremely imbalanced, um, when we are repressing the feminine emotions and withheld, uh, withholding the pain. So if you guys, you know, I'd like to ask if you have gone through something similar, did you have similar conditioning or did you have something that occurred when you were a child that may have unconsciously repressed your feminine energy or repressed your emotions that has disconnected you from your feminine and it's probably something you could journal on it's a bit of a journal prompt there if you like to um so I'll repeat that question again actually did you have any kind of conditioning in your childhood or did you have an event play out where you may have felt unconsciously like you're repressing your feminine emotions and your feminine energy. And it's a good question to to journal on because it opens up so much more from that question. So it'll be interesting to see what comes up for you. Everyone's different. And so most of our world has been forced to overuse their masculine energy as well. I think we all are very consciously aware of this. We can see how it's playing out in the media. We can see how it's playing out in the government We can see how it's playing out in, um, you know, office type environments, in workplaces. Um, A lot of the masculine energy is overused and that's for women as well. So the women like, and I can relate to this when I worked in real estate, I look back at that time and I was totally my masculine energy, like 24 seven. There was just no feminine energy when I was there. And that's probably why people at times got quite triggered by me, to be honest, because I was very much in my masculine and I just felt like I was conditioned, you know, society made me believe and um, probably some belief systems, you know, from childhood as well. And the way that I was brought up in a particular scenario when I was in foster care and living with my auntie at the time, um, I felt like I had to really be in my masculine energy and I can see how that played out 
you know, from childhood up until working in an office environment. And it wasn't really until I started my business really that I acknowledged it. And I was like, oh my God, what are you doing, Haley? Like, this is just so overpowering. And I really had to sit with myself. And obviously that comes with a lot of deep inner work. And I've done a lot of work of myself over the last, oh, I just looked at my phone. It's 444 on the 11th and 11 is my number. So there you go. And yeah, I've done a lot of my, a lot of work on myself over the years, but to acknowledge that when I, when I um, broke up with my real estate nine to five job was a huge thing for me because I was then able to acknowledge that, okay, there's some room here for the feminine energy to come in. And for me, that was super exciting. Like that was just oh, okay, I'm safe in my feminine now. I don't have to, you know, put on this persona or or always be in my masculine because it's safe to be in my feminine now. And so I'll go into a little bit more of that now. So constantly working, thinking, planning, supporting, leading, making decisions, that's really being, you know, in your masculine energy and overusing it. And even leading some people, like for me as well, um, I went through this when I developed an autoimmune condition as well um, two years ago. When you're overly in your masculine energy as a woman, you can actually like create a lot of burnout within yourself, but also it can lead to feeling drained and depleted. And it can also lead to potentially developing physical pain as a result of being too stiff and rigid. So that's a perfect example when I got diagnosed for fibromyalgia. That Fibromyalgia, I'm not sure if you know much about it, girls, but fibromyalgia is widespread pain throughout your entire body. And it is honestly the worst freaking pain. I can't even explain it. It's awful and I never wish it upon anyone. And it's something that I've had to heal through whole food nutrition and healing herbs and you know, seeing um, massage therapists, acupuncturists, and all of these things. These are all things that I have to incorporate into my day-to-day life to keep that pain under control. But it also has a massive effect internally if the masculine energy is too overused. So I do notice at times when I am more in my masculine and I'm in the hustle and bustle of day-to-day life or I'm, you know, really forcing things in my business or if I feel like I'm overworking myself in my business I will notice a flare-up and I'll feel that pain physically so that's an example and so yeah and it, and it really is a rigid way to be um, being in your excessive masculine energy which is not nice for us females so I hope that really um, I guess painted a bit of a picture of what it looks like to be overusing your masculine as well so let's talk about a little bit more in, in depth of the masculine energy before we go into the feminine energy so your masculine energy is your decision making protectiveness um, being supportive leading logical problem solving accomplishing it's the yang energy um, It's the energy that serves you in a sense of helping you be clear with your mission and being decisive. Um, Like, for example, if you don't feel safe, you will start to animate this energy because it's protecting you. And I've sort of touched on that before where early on, actually, I touched on it in the last episode, where sometimes if we're in, for example, a relationship with someone, perhaps, and if we don't feel like 
we are safe, we will naturally go into our masculine energy to protect ourselves. And it's similar with food. Um, I spoke about this at my retreat a little bit, actually. When we overeat or we use food as a tool to, um, I guess, you know, overeat or whatever it is, it's usually because we're protecting ourselves from something. So that's another really good question to ask yourself. If you are overeating or you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing so much of, for example, maybe you're a smoker and you're smoking really heavily, or maybe you're drinking excessively, or you're doing something that's probably not good for your body externally. Um, You're consuming something that's not good. Um, what is it that you're trying to protect yourself from? So there's always a reason unconsciously that we're doing, um, you know, the behavior that's playing out. It's usually because we've got some kind of unconscious belief or some negative emotions sitting within us that may be, you know, driving this behavior, if that makes sense. So this becomes problematic for most people when they don't feel safe because of unresolved trauma in their body. Um, So if you are in a relationship where you don't feel safe, maybe it's a domestic violence relationship, maybe it's a toxic relationship, maybe it's a relationship where you just feel like you're not heard or seen, um, you feel like you are not safe to be in your feminine energy. So you're constantly locked in your masculine energy to protect yourself and you're denying your feminine energy. I hope that makes sense. It's very hard to explain. Um, I'm still struggling. I'm still trying to um, articulate the masculine and feminine energies, but I do know a little bit of work. I've done a little bit of work on myself, and I just learned over time. I did a course, um, Jake Woodard course, if you'd like to uh, go and do a course. That's a really great one to do um, online. And so let's talk about the feminine energy, which I love, the flowy, beautiful, breezy feminine energy. It's something that I feel really powerful in, strangely enough, because the word power is really a masculine word, but I feel really powerful in my feminine energy and everyone's different. Um, So your feminine energy is your feeling, your receptiveness, your intuition, your sensuality, Um, it's your vulnerability, your emotional side, the watery side of you, the expressiveness, the creativity, the playfulness, the yin energy. So when we talk about yin and yang, we know that yin's um, like the feminine energy and the yang is like the masculine energy. Um, So the yin energy, which they talk about a lot in yoga, you know, yin yoga. Yoga is such a flowy feminine energy. Uh, practice you can do to really embody the feminine energy that lays within you and this energy serves you in the sense of being able to feel your human emotions and have access to your divine intuition so being a clear channel is really important as well when you're in your feminine if you want to really sit with yourself and quiet your mind and just become aware of the breath and just coming into your body like that really quickly just you know I was in my masculine five minutes ago and now I'm talking in my feminine it's just being consciously aware of slowing down you don't need to be yang energy like this how I'm talking on the podcast all the time like in this specific um scenario me podcasting I have to be in my masculine because 
I need to talk fast because I want to get a lot out there to you girls. Um, but you, you sort of get my drift with that. So when, when you're cut off from your emotions because you have shame around them. So for example, in a toxic relationship or perhaps as a child, or I don't know, maybe in your relationship with your parents, perhaps your mum. Um, sometimes there can be some, you know, there can be some shame around those emotions. So it's very difficult to heal and your feminine energy is your inner healer. So a problem that you may experience when having too much feminine energy, so if it's not balanced and you've got too much of it and it's overused, it's an extreme emotional roller coaster and emotional imbalance. So you might find yourself crying at the drop of a hat, constantly out of control with your emotions and they're not regulated. Um, so your life might start to spiral out of control as well. So the masculine and the feminine energies can be quite destructive if they're overused. So I hope that that has um, given you a bit of a clear idea of what each of the energies are. And now I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what the feminine wounds look like and what the feminine, uh, sorry, and what the masculine wounds look like. So I just spoke about the two energies and now I'm going to speak about the wounds. So these are a little bit different. So for me, feminine wounds, ha ha, has this been fun? <laughs> Can I just say I've had some serious feminine wounds um, mother wounds. I do a lot of my Instagram content around this because I know so many of the girls probably listening right now can relate. Um, and particularly it's with my mother and a lot of us, probably every single woman on the planet, every female has somewhat degree of feminine wounds and same with the masculine. They have masculine wounds and vice versa. So what do they look like? Feminine wounds manifest as being very flighty, um, scattered, um, perhaps uh, like complaining, comparing, playing the comparison game, uh, you know, repeating toxic relationships. Codependency is a big one, big, big red flag. Feminine wounds, if you're codependent on your partner or you're codependent on someone else, that is a big red flag of a feminine wound. And it's really just showing you and giving you the awareness of what you need to heal um, when codependency shows up and all of these other things like worrying, people pleasing. For me, girls, can I just say people pleasing was, holy shit, like my whole life, my entire life. And people pleasing is something that I'm still, I'm not going to lie, I am still trying to navigate. It's something that I'm very conscious of. And I'm working my way through some things with that because people pleasing does come from the feminine wounds. So things that happen with the mum, with your mother, or as a child, um, uh, whatever's played out in your life, you'll you'll know just by listening to this um, that may be causing you to people please. Also, this is an interesting one. I found this so so interesting. Possible pain on the left side of the body. So I don't think I've had this before consciously. I haven't been aware of it, but just notice maybe perhaps you're someone that does suffer from this, some pain on the left side of your body. 
And if you are someone that that has this, I'd love to know. DM me on Instagram. I'd love to start a conversation about this because I'm so passionate about, you know, feminine, masculine energies and I love talking about it. So curious to know um, if you resonate to any of this or if you've got a story to share or if you'd like to um, share this podcast with someone on your story um, that might actually resonate to some of the things we're talking about right now in particular you know, the, the left side of the body feeling pain. And if you are someone that has that, or if you know someone that suffers from pain on the left side of the body, a good question to ask yourself or that person is what feminine wounds are unhealed? What wounds are there, but are very, very raw what kind of things could I do to heal those wounds? And I'll go into this a little bit um, after and ways that you can heal these wounds. So the other part is like shame, fear, and guilt. So if you have, you're anchored in shame, fear, and guilt, they are the lowest vibrations that you can feel as a human emotion. So guilt can actually, and I learned this in NLP girls, like Guilt is the lowest emotion that you can feel in the body. And if you're you've got if you've got shame, fear, and guilt, and you're so heavily anchored in it, it actually can manifest as cancer, which is absolutely freaking mind blowing. Actually, sorry, not cancer. I take that back. I'm just gonna get this book out real quick. No, it's actually cancer's actually anger. So you'll find this really interesting, girls. Yes, so protection and safety and the negative emotion of guilt doesn't protect you. So fear, shame, guilt are the lowest vibrational energies and they don't protect you. So it can actually lead to lowered healing energy. Very interesting, isn't it? And all negative emotions do. So so um, anger, so just going back, I'm going to correct myself here because I said before that Um, anger leads to cancer it doesn't anger leads to heart attacks and heightened cholesterol sadness is uh, sadness and hurt or any limiting beliefs like I'm not worthy I'm not good enough I'm not smart enough blah 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 all these limiting beliefs they can lead to weakened immune system and depression which I have actually had my um, immune system nearly shut down a couple of years ago because I was so anchored in grief and I had a lot of sadness that I hadn't dealt with with my father of his passing and it's something I suppressed for 14 years um so yeah I had to deal with that and I really noticed because I ended up going to a naturopath because my immune system was shutting down because I had so much sadness that was undealt with and that was a that was a masculine wound for me at the time um so going a little bit off track but Guilt, um, yeah, leads to lowered healing energy and fear can lead to excessive stress, PTSD, and this one blows my mind, phobias, like wowza. If you've got a phobia, I had a phobia of mice. I still kind of do and I need someone to help me with that. So I might reach out to one of my friends who does timeline and they can do timeline on me for that phobia. Yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? Oh, I love NLP. I love this stuff. Going back to the feminine and masculine wounds. 
So yes, so the feminine wounds, the wounded feminine feels very unsafe within their body. It's almost like a plane that takes off flight, never comes back to earth to ground or to refuel. That's the way that I think of it as well. So the fuel for the feminine is feeling the essence of love through their body. So really feeling into your physical body that love and light is fully filled within you. And that takes a lot of practice. And I'll tell you some things that you can do for this in a moment, but it really comes back down to embodiment and really embodying the feminine um, energy in order to heal those wounds. So to fuel for the fuel for the feminine is yet yeah, feeling the essence of love running through their veins and through their body and life force energy, breath work. That's a really good one to help you heal. Um, both of the wounds, um, masculine and feminine breath work um, and drinking filtered alkaline, beautiful water. Water is sacred, guys. I don't know how, I don't actually understand how people don't realize how important water is. Um, I'll probably do a whole episode on water alone because I have learned so much about water over the last 12 months and uh, it just deserves a whole episode. Okay. So getting back on track, masculine wounds. So the masculine wounds look like um, manifesting or overworking, um, overthinking. So when I say manifesting, I didn't mean like manifesting is, is going to attract masculine wounds. I mean like manifest as overworking. They manifest as overthinking. They manifest as Um, forcefulness, aggressiveness, emotionally unavailable, numb, um, distracted from the present moment, very ego-driven, very ego-driven. And I changed my tone of voice there because, gosh, have I learned a lot about the ego um, in recent times. And I'll do another episode on that one too. I have so much to share. Yeah, so ego-driven, rigid, tense, possible pain in the right side of the body. So you could very much be a woman listening to this right now and you might think, oh, I don't have any feminine wounds. I have a lot of masculine wounds. And so here's some indications that you might have some masculine wounds. Um, So constantly chasing the next high. So listen clearly when I say this. If you're chasing sex, drugs, money, addictions, and addictions include being addicted to TV, being addicted to food, being addicted to social media, being addicted to something that is not healthy, that is still a form of an addiction. So just because you don't do drugs does not mean that you don't have an addiction if you're on social media six hours a day or if you're constantly eating all day or you're constantly drinking all day or you're overdoing something excessively right so the wounded masculine tries to intimidate and dominate their way through life and I found myself and this again I'm so okay with admitting this stuff guys and girls (laughs) and that is you know I actually found myself break having to really force and break a pattern when I came out of Um, network marketing because I noticed that I was actually doing it when I was in network marketing and that was only oh god maybe like 18 months ago so pretty recent girls 
Um, and I noticed I was doing it and I realized where it came from because I asked myself, what's the root cause of this problem, Haley? And the root cause of this problem was my conditioning from a young age of being in my auntie's care, very in her masculine. So I mirrored and, you know, uh, I guess copied her her way of, of the way that she was behaving because I was a young child because, you know, you know, what we do as children, we download everything through our five senses, through our sight, scent, taste, smell, and we, um, we download it into the unconscious mind and it creates our thought patterns. It creates our behaviors. It creates the way we see the world. It, it creates um, our programming, right? So that was, that's what was happening when I was a child. So therefore I went into my um, masculine after that when I came into work as well so like later on in life when I was in real estate I was in my masculine in there too so you might relate to this if you're at an office job maybe you're um, in finance or maybe you've got an admin role at the council or something I don't know and you're in a an environment an office environment you might find that you are very much anchored in your masculine energy when you're in the office based on some conditioning perhaps as a child so um, so just going back on onto that, um, I always go off track, girls, sorry about that. Um, so the wounded masculine tries to intimidate and dominate their way through life. And I saw this in myself at the time and it was so uncomfortable noticing it because I was like, holy shit, I'm doing this. That's so, I, like I felt so much shame around it. It was like, oh my God, this is a part of myself that I have only consciously become aware of back then, you know, 18 months ago in network marketing. And once I acknowledged it and really sat with it, I was like, how can I heal this masculine wound? Because at the core, at my soul and my spirit as a feminine woman, I'm not dominant and I'm not intimidating and I'm not, I don't intimidate others. And if I do do that, it's unconscious and it's really just probably, yeah, the masculine wounds coming to the surface and bringing something to my awareness that I need to heal. And it's the same for everyone. We're not always like consciously aware of these patterns. And, you know, I see this play out in a lot of my clients and a lot of family members and people that have unhealed trauma and feminine and masculine wounds. I see it and I go, wow, like they're so unaware of it. Imagine if they were consciously aware of the things that are playing out for them and really understood that it was just unhealed trauma or it was just an opportunity for them to heal it so it's uh there's so much I could talk about you know these energies and these wounds but I'm going to try and wrap it up because we are 40 minutes in so I went through this journey and it takes full surrender to the divine you know energies and to be cleansed of your pain and it's extremely uncomfortable and emotionally draining the more you practice the easier it does become and You know, there's so much work that you can do in yourself to heal these. And like I said, I would mention a little bit earlier what you can do to fully embody them. So to fully embody your feminine essence is to dance, to move your body in a way that feels good for you. So maybe you like to dance centrally. Maybe you like to do yoga. Maybe you like to do hip hop dancing. Maybe you like to stretch, do mobility. Maybe you like to do kundalini breath work. Maybe you like to um, meditate. Maybe you like to journal and sing um, and move your body in a way that feels good for you. And I'm just moving it. You might hear the seat. (laughs) My seat makes a weird noise. Um, And really moving that energy around 
throughout the body to make you feel like you're embodying that feminine essence that lies within you. And with the masculine, very similar, like um, to integrate the masculine energy, I know that men, you know, for them going for a run or boxing or playing sport or doing something that's really going to help move their body to integrate their masculine energy as well. You know, there's so many different things you can do physically and, you know, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, there's so much more you can do as well. Um, Perhaps I might do another episode on how you can integrate the energies at a later date, but I hope that was of value to you ladies. And I just wanted to mention as well that I think that now that you're consciously aware or if this was new news to you and you want to delve a little bit more into it, this stuff is free, girls. Like you don't have to go and do a course to work it out. This this is stuff that you can learn just by listening to podcasts like these um, or reading books. There's very cheap, free ways of learning this type of thing. So please don't feel like you have to go out and buy an expensive you know, course just to learn this type of stuff. Tune in to next week's episode and I will teach you some more things. I'm really feeling called to teach at the moment. But before I finish this up, I wanted to just let you all know that I'm holding a free five-day program called Soul Biz and it's being held on the 22nd, Monday, the 22nd of March through to the Friday, the 26th of March for five days I'll be jumping on Zoom, 7.30 p.m. Melbourne time in Australia, and I'll be hosting a five-day free program. And it's for conscious leaders who are looking to combine their spirit-based business and their, um, their talents and their natural gifts and to learn how to build a business from the ground up. Now, I'm not saying you're going to learn all that in five days, but I'm saying you will learn a shitload of it. And it's jam-packed with value. And I'm giving away a massive ass prize, which is just, uh, I'm so excited for it. So if you feel called to join me in this program, please DM me on Instagram and I'd be honored to welcome you in. I've got a Voxer group chat that started with about 10 girls in there already. And I would just love to you know, meet some new girls, some fresh faces, or if you're not new and you do know me, I'd love to have you as well. So I'm going to leave you for now. Join me next week on the next episode and have an amazing week leading up to the new moon energy. I'm not sure when this will be released, so it might have passed by then. And thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.